0: income for life it can be accomplished and on today's show tips to help you make sure you don't run out of money before you run out of life that and more coming up welcome in to your retirement untangled with andrew nida and mo param
1: welcome to your retirement untangled andrew nida moise param here for you in birmingham alabama montgomery atlanta local with offices in all three locations guys listen we are so glad to be here every single week to bring truth to money finance markets and of course the economy which uh, man it's been a it been a great start to the year from a market standpoint it really has been it really, really ongoing has been. updated news and of course uh you know just stretching this whole story out
0: with the feds um, it's
1: been a crazy crazy start February's
0: Rolling. February is rolling. Yeah. Yeah. You know, January had a great, great, uh, a great month in the markets. You know, basically all three sectors, all three major sectors were positive for the most part. Um, And then January and February, you know, kind of started off a little rocky. The first uh, actually blasted off the first few days. But then, you know, after Powell gave his announcements uh, about 25 basis points rate hike. You know, the next day we had the unemployment numbers come out, come out with, uh, you know, 53-year 53 53 low of 3.4%. Like, like, what are we talking about? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> but the job reports, I mean, missed it by, you know, half a million jobs for January. Yeah. How do you miss it? That much? Yeah. That's it's crazy. crazy.
1: Yeah. You know, which, which, is, which obviously the reaction of the markets at that point was, um, oh, man, this doesn't sound good. Why? Because now it looks like Powell's going to go long mm-hmm. on increasing rates. Like, this thing's going to get stretched out. You know, you know, he doesn't want to see a uh, continued increase in available jobs. Right. It, it's interesting. I think the interesting question would be is, you know, can you I'm going to ask you this question. Mo. Yeah. Can you have increase in jobs, a decrease or low unemployment, a high participation in the workforce and expect inflation to
0: go down? That's a very, very good question. Very good riddle. Uh, And I'm glad that Powell has to be the one to really answer that riddle. But, you know, you know, we we were doing a radio show the other day uh, and, you know, one of our uh, guests, Kevin, you know, talked about the consumerism that we have in this country. Right. Credit card debts through the roof. Credit card interest rates are through the roof. Um, I think more people have a car bought new cars with a car payment of over a thousand dollars a month. Right. So people are getting in debt. So I don't know. Right. If. You know, obviously, you have the confidence of 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 jobs, right? So, if you are working and now you started a new job, or you've, you know, you picked up a new job at the transfer for a new one, or else, or you or you just finally got a new job after being unemployed for a while, maybe your confidence is I can go back and start spending like I normally did. Right, right. Um, but wages haven't really kept up with inflation, so even though you have a new job. You know, you're not really keeping up with the cost of goods over time. So, can you do, can you do all right? Can you have a high employment? Well, low unemployment. So basically, high employment, um, growing high jobs, growing jobs, available jobs, and keep inflation down. Yeah, you know, I, know, I would say I would say that
1: I'm starting now. This is not like uh, a lot of confidence, but I'm starting to believe that maybe, maybe the issue with inflation is not just the fact that we have low unemployment. Maybe it's the fact that wages have been so high, kind of to your point as far as spending money, it's given people the the space within their week to week, month to month uh budget to to go and spend like they've never spent. And if wages maybe maybe the jobs are there, maybe you just don't make as much money. Right. And so if wages flatten or decrease, okay, now we got a problem, you know, because then then the whole economy is dependent on one's ability to correct the way they spend, and that's not going to go well. Right? right? That's why we have. That's why we see increasing credit card debt, uh, HELOCs uh you know personal loans, et cetera, at rates that are you know what would what fills is unreasonable, you know so so maybe maybe the deal is uh core wages, who knows, yeah, yeah, we'll see we'll see gonna continue to walk this thing out with you,
0: yeah, but I like what one economist uh, said that powell's gonna get his way, Powell's gonna get away, he's gonna get his way, he's gonna get his way, yeah, yeah, maybe maybe he's got a little We'll see. Yeah. I mean, knows what he's doing. Yeah. You know, if, if, you, if you think about it, you know, it takes a while when you raise interest rates for that, for the impact of the, you know, the interest rate hike, even if it was, you know, say 25 basis points. Right. But, you know, we start off much higher than that. It takes a while for that to trickle all the way down through the economy. It does. So there's, there's some that are saying that the first hike that he did last year, you're finally starting to see the impact now. And, you know, Powell did talk about, he did use the word, he started with the words, he's starting to see disinflation. Uh, but, again, the the jobs report that came out recently just, you know, maybe counter counterintuitive.
1: Yeah, it probably is some. But, you know, the key, the key is just we're going to walk this thing out with you every single week, which is why you guys got to be here with us listening to the radio show. We thank you for all of our committed listeners. Uh, you know, just a quick uh, side note some of you guys that are listening for the show at the first time may, may not even know who we are, or what we do. Okay. So, you know, for all of our listeners to this specific radio show here in Birmingham, and like we said, Atlanta as well, um, we, we are a fiduciary financial planning firm, but we're a true fiduciary firm. Yeah. Okay. Now this can get spun in so many ways. All right. Uh, and, and when I say true, what I mean is, is, is we are incentivized, depending on the type of client that you are to provide advice and or to manage money which means it's not it's not in a fiduciary relationship you want to be sure that there's a disconnect with the end investment in the way that that firm is incentivized you want to be sure that if you're an investor creating what what ultimately should be the best investment strategy for you to be able to implement your plan, Customized for you for your story. You want to be sure that that advisor is not getting paid to go pick and select, you know, a certain specific fund because they had a kickback, or that's that's the fund that their broker dealer recommends, right? This is a true fiduciary firm, and so we have offices in in, in all of these locations available for you. And every single week we offer. That retirement readiness review, which is nothing more than your opportunity to engage with us without any strings attached. You pick up the phone and call our number 1-800-419-6164. You get access to to Mo and myself, not anybody else on the team. We're going to specifically take the time to meet with you. And, and really go over your story and, and just basically answer your questions harmlessly. So, thought I'd throw it out there for, for a lot of our new listeners as, as the audience continues to grow. We appreciate it. And uh, always feel free to reach out. Throw your questions in there. We'll answer your questions every single week. Today's show, though, we're covering in the next three segments in the end of this segment as well. We're wanting to talk about what Mo was talking about earlier, income for life. And income for life, you know, one of the biggest fears in retirement it is in fact running out of money, and retirement isn't easy anymore. It's not. It's not like your 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 father or your grandfather's retirement. It's not as simple as as you know shaking the hand of of your your uh, boss and getting a watch and getting a paycheck for the rest of your life every single week. Like it, it's not that easy. Now you have to figure out, number one, how much money to save, how to structure the asset, how to distribute the asset from a taxable perspective to make sure that you can navigate volatility and keep your lifestyle going while inflation is fighting against you, taxation is fighting against you. It's not simple, okay? And the key is you don't want to run out of income. So, Mo, let's talk about this. Let's dig into this whole deal on you know income and how people you know, think out of the box when making sure they don't run out of income.
0: Yeah. First thing you want to do is, is look at what your income needs are at uh, during retirement. You know, there are some consistent expenses that you have, you know, through retirement. Right. So whether it's, uh, you know, if you still have a mortgage, you, that mortgage is still going to be there. You know, obviously your utility bills are going to be there. Medicare medical costs. Right. So whether it's a medical plan. Uh, whether you you know you, you have independent plan or you have Medicare, those costs are still there, right? So you get a sense of what your consistent ex- consistent expenses are going to be, and then there are some there are people that actually have several streams of guaranteed income, right? You know there are some uh, listeners here who are who work for you know the state of Alabama, and so you know you have your pension there, and then obviously you have Social Security, um, so. You know, those are two guaranteed streams of incomes that can that can help with, you know, obviously your, those consistent expenses. So, you know, I, I I love it when someone comes into our office and, you know, we start going over the retirement readiness review and we start laying out all their all their streams of income and they have more than one. Mm-hmm. And that's beautiful because we can at least build the foundation of their income plan with those two streams of income in line. Yeah. Nobody wants a one legged stool. Nobody wants that.
1: Yeah. You got to have, you got to, you got to build a successful income plan. Uh Interesting enough, we were doing a workshop not too long ago, just outside of Birmingham and Pelham. And I was speaking with an individual right after the, right after the event, we were just, you know, obviously providing general education on a variety of different topics. And, and, you know, he, he was kind of cautious as he proceeded to kind of lay out his story. And he had, he was very successful, had done a great job saving. And his statement was i've worked with the same advisor for 15 years been a great relationship he said he feels like from an investment standpoint that his returns and expectation of returns over the last 15 years from this group out of cincinnati um that it's been within his goal and so he felt like it's been a good relationship okay he said my struggle today though and where i'm starting to become more dissatisfied is that when i hear people reference income plan and then i go to my advisor and i say hey how are we going to create income like they never really say anything yeah like they just they don't almost as if they don't have a plan and, and and i think that's true for for a lot of different investors out there and it doesn't mean it's bad it's just not their model right they just maybe don't don't do retirement planning and and you need to make sure you you obviously have an income plan because how else are you going to make sure you're going to be successful for the rest of your life? So right. you need to ask yourself a question. Do you have a income plan? Do you know where
0: your money is going to be distributed from for your well-being? So, you know, that's one of the things we talk about in a retirement readiness review. You know, if you are, you know, like uh, the guy that I spoke with Andrew, if you're at the season of life right now where you're saying to yourself, I'm getting ready to retire. I have a great nest egg but i really haven't considered you know do i take my income from my roth ira i have an annuity do i turn that annuity on i have some taxable accounts i have savings how am i going to build my income that's going to last me through retirement and keep me retired that's what the retirement readiness reviews for and that's who you that's who needs to call so if you want the retirement readiness review 800-419-6164 800-419-6164 give us a call. Tell us you want the retirement readiness review and you'll speak to Andrew and myself. So listen, when we get back, you got to stay tuned. We're going to
1: continue to break down tips to help you make sure you don't run out of money before you run out of life. Stay with us. Welcome back to Your Retirement Untangled, Andrew Knight of Moise Param here every week coming to you, uh, just trying to bring you great information on money, finance, markets, and of course, just ensure that you get the facts on how to make good quality financial decisions for our retirees, specifically in Birmingham, Atlanta, Montgomery, where we have our footprint and the efforts of our team working for you. Guys, listen, we hope you have had a wonderful week. Hope your year is off to a great start. And of course, hopefully, you are putting all the steps in place so that you get to the place and the direction that you're headed and the direction you want to go. All right, we're talking about one of the biggest fears in retirement running out of money. We know that. You guys know that. If you're If you're trying to get to retirement, you're trying to make sure you have enough money in place. And when you get there, you want to make sure you don't run out, especially before you run out of life. So in the first segment, we talked about a few different things, but we barely touched on this list. So we're going to continue right here. And, and Mo, what about looking at your retirement income needs? And, and what about talking to a retirement
0: savings professional? You need to, if you're, going to look out for, if you're going to look for a professional to work with, especially when it comes to retirement planning, you want to make sure that that advisor or that person is actually a true planner. Right, this person is not just looking at your income today or your tax strategies for today, and not considering all the factors that could play into into effect, you know, ten years, fifteen years, twenty years down the road. So, a financial advisor, a true fiduciary financial advisor, would be one of the first place I would start with you know they'll be able to create a financial plan for yourself that takes into consideration such, such as when's the ideal time for you to take social security right you may because that's one of the guaranteed streams of income that can come your way during retirement if you have a pension and this is huge right you know most people kind of get um uh, they look at their pensions and they may have multiple options right if you're especially this takes huge effect if you're married You know, you may have the life only option, meaning that, you know, as long as you're kicking and breathing, you're alive, that in that pension income continues to go on. But then all of a sudden you have these variable options, right? You may have a survivor benefit at 50 percent, 75 percent, 10 year, 10 year certain, whatever it may be. And you really and you really start to say to yourself, well, I'll just go ahead and just immediately get the higher income amount right? Because, you know, the difference between my life only and the survivorship pension, maybe it's a couple hundred bucks. And we, you know, we just fall in line with taking that lifetime pension. But, you know, when you think about it, when you lose a loved one, you lose an income during retirement, right? You lose at least one, one of the social Security's, uh incomes fall off the books. And if you haven't really factored in, you know, a survivorship for your pension, Well, then that pension amount can go off the books and you may be talking about a 25, 30, 40, maybe even a 50% reduction in your survivor's income. And that's what a true financial advisor, a true fiduciary advisor would be able to do for you is to really weigh out all the different options that are available to you currently, build a income plan, a retirement plan for yourself that takes into consideration multiple factors. You know, keeping that plan flexible and nimble to, to show you different variances. Yeah, make it,
1: I would say a good, a good retirement savings professional, I don't even know what that term means, retirement savings professional, okay? You just need a good financial person, right? Right. That can, that can paint a really good picture as to where you're headed, okay? Because two, to make sure that you, you have a good expectation of where you're headed. You know, a lot of times uh, it goes back to the whole first part of this conversation, where we are currently in year 2023, with with the fight of an, against inflation. Now seeing tempering inflation, but seeing an increase in jobs and all the conflict that's going on. But we're seeing underlying data that's also concerning, such as increasing debt and and consumer liability and and all that. And you know, you need a financial advisor that's going to shoot you straight. Yeah. And if you're trying to get to a place or you're in a place where you are retired, you need a financial advisor that's not just going to tell you you can or cannot retire. You need an advisor that's going to be honest with you and say, listen, you can spend what you're spending, but if you do, here's the cost. Or maybe if you continue at this pace, you're going to run out of money, okay? Single individual, uh, client of mine, lives in Alpharetta, divorced several years ago. She's been a client for almost five years now divorced several years ago. And one of the first things I told her, and I've repeated it a hundred times, she's a, she was a stay at home mom. And as a result, she didn't have a career, not a bad thing, but because she didn't have a career now going into the workforce in her late forties is not going to, uh, she's not going to be rewarded financially for not having the experience and the education. As someone would if they had worked for 20 plus years. And so her husband leaves her. She's left with a decent sum of money. And and of course, she's left with a lifestyle that that she's going to have to make some adjustments to. And I told her, I said, listen, one of the biggest mistakes that I think people make in your situation is they are resistant because of the entire situation that's going on to change lifestyle. And I wanted her to know that the amount of money she had when she went through the divorce was probably not something she could replace. Mm. And so if she didn't change lifestyle, she's going to begin a spending habit that that eventually is going to take her to a lifestyle that she can't aff- she's going to have to change. And year after year after year, we've had that conversation. And I think it's important when you're talking with your advisor that it, yes, hopefully it's all sunny conversations. Hopefully it's all good news, but you also want to know when you leave there that, Hey, this person's got my back in good or bad times. They're going to be honest. They're going to be transparent and they're going to be knowledgeable enough because they've thought about my story enough and where I'm headed. I think when I think, talking to a retirement professional. It's not just spreadsheets and Monte Carlo's and projections. From an income standpoint, you need to ask the question, will 2022 make me run out of money? If I'm spending the way I'm spending, am I going to run out of money? That's what you need to know. Uh, What about considering other investments like, you know, annuities or, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, annuities they get this bad rap oftentimes because of either poor advisors that have that have recommended annuities where they should not have been recommended or just general marketing and messaging okay yeah. that's out there for people that don't like annuities and they 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 make more money charging fees or commissions on mutual funds right so it's a very conflicting message an annuity obviously has to be the right it has to be the right product for the right client in the right part of their plan. Right. Okay. It's necessary. But, but annuities are phenomenal investment vehicles. They really are, but, but it's just a vehicle. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. And and yeah, no two, no annuities, all annuities aren't the same, right? So it's again, it's a product when implemented at the right time, like you said, Andrew, the right time for the right person in the right season of life, it can be amazing. Right. So if you think about it, social security is an annuity. Your pension plan is, in some aspects, of annuity. guarantee it gives you some guaranteed income for you know. It could be your life, it could be a survivor's life. So, you know, that protection of or that ability to what I would say sleep easy at night because your there is some guaranteed income that's coming into your t- that's coming into your um, that's coming into you, regardless of any market volatility, does give people a peace of mind. But there are also some annuities that, you know, like I I think of like a fixed index annuity, for instance, where, you know, we we talked about clients and say, you know, you know, you may want to temper some of your expectations. And again, I think one of the big things you mentioned before is expectations, right? So about what what do, what do you expect out of it? But these fixed index annuities, one good thing about it, and especially a lot of a lot of clients, you know, I'd say we're really happy in 2022 that they had this portion of their, uh, their portfolio in a vehicle like this is because it shields you from market volatility. Mm-hmm. So where that annuity isn't really there to provide you income, it's literally there for when there is volatility and there is going to be volatility throughout your retirement, especially if you have a 20, 25 year retirement, this vehicle helps protect the port of your assets from, you know, basically market losses. So there is some value, but again, it's all about, I don't really believe any product out there has been designed and created to intentionally hurt somebody.
1: Yeah, I would say, I would even be so bold to say, hey, if you're, if you're, the, if you're the, the man or the woman on the other side of the line, uh, other side of the radio station right now, and, and you're thinking to yourself, oh my gosh, you know, annuities, this guy, things are good. Pick up the phone and call. You could text my cell phone. That's a bold move. Yeah. Text me 678-313-1057. We'd love to bring you on the show or at least uh, hear your question so we could bring the question back to the show. Yeah. Because it, I would say, just ask yourself why you're resistant. I'm not saying you should do it. I'm not saying you should invest in it, but just check the reasons why you're resistant to the idea of an annuity. Maybe it's because, Andrew, the, why would you recommend or even consider that investment? Because the fees are high. What if I told you there's no fees on some of them? Well, what they don't earn any money. What if I told you that most of our annuities outperformed most of your fixed income over the last decade? Would you change your mind? No fees, no risk, greater than a bond portfolio? Maybe. Yeah. Pick up the phone and call. Make sure you make sure you're aware and you're conscious of the facts because that's the key when you're trying to make good financial decision. Leveraging higher rates, given the rise in interest rates in the past year, uh, you know consumers can generate the same level of guaranteed income with less money. So this is one of the benefits, you know, one of the benefits of increasing interest rates. And this applies actually to the to the conversation we're having about annuities. If you desire to make certain that you don't run out of money before you run out of life, if you want to make sure you're making the right decisions, these are the things you have to consider. And we're not done yet. We got another segment coming up with a few more additional tips to consider to make certain that you're doing all that you can do to make sure you don't run out of money. And if this isn't enough, always you can pick up the phone and call 1-800-419-6164, a harmless phone call to access our team that is already equipped and prepared to release to you the Retirement Readiness Review, your story, your money, your future. All you got to do is pick up the phone and call 1-800-419-6164. Stay tuned, and we will continue the conversation as soon as we get back. Back to your retirement untangled. Andrew Nida, Maurice Perron, here at Asset Management Group, office locations in Birmingham, Alabama, Montgomery, and of course Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, guys, listen, we are so thankful that you have stayed with us on today's show, covering some good information. Basically, what we're talking about, if you're just joining us, is tips on how you can make sure that you don't run out of money before you run out of life. Okay, not that you want to cut your life short <laughs> based off of how much money you have. Because that would not be so good either, but you wanna you definitely don't want to run out of money before you run out of that's a terrible thing you know I would say that probably one of my greatest fears as a financial advisor is to make a to create an expectation for a client that isn't real and leaves them short mm. at the back end of their retirement that would be that's a that's a that would be like i mean obviously guys listen we we Love what we do. We're passionate about what we do, but it's a huge responsibility. Yeah, a
0: huge responsibility. And if you think about it, later in life, right, y- you start running out of options of how to fill in that gap. You don't run out. You're not running out. You're out. You're out of options. You're out. Unless you're rich, rich Uncle Bobby. He's got. Some, <laughs> got some. Well, well, you know something that that is that has really gotten a in my, since my years of being a, as an advisor has gotten a lot of negative thoughts behind it as a reverse mortgage,
1: mm.
0: right? So, this is, this is a good one. So think about it. I mean, if you, if you were running out of money and let's see you had social security and that's the only, that's the only income source you had, but you there's still a gap. Mm-hmm. What are some of the, I won't say advantages, but why should someone might, why would someone might consider a reverse mortgage? Yeah. So even as a last resort, I, why wouldn't they? Why would they? Oh, I think, I think they should. I, I
1: actually am not, no, I get it. Right. It, it obviously case dependent. Okay. Right. I'm not saying everybody that's listening to the show should consider, I'm not saying they should consider anything. Right. Not everybody should be considering a, a, an annuity or a stock or a, or a reverse mortgage. But a reverse mortgage, uh, speaking with a gentleman. Okay. Oh, here we go. Speaking with a gentleman that actually contacted us from our TV show. This is out of Atlanta. He lives in Atlanta, all right? Uh, And I'm speaking with him. He just so happens to have a home, okay, that was given to him by his family, his father. He's never moved. He has no investments. Now he's older in his 60s on disability, and the house is all he has. Challenge is, house is kind of, you know, obviously it's very old, and as a result, it needs a lot of repairs, and it's needed a lot of repairs for quite some time. He didn't have the money to fix it. And I, I, that was the first thing I thought of. I thought, why not? Why, why wouldn't someone like him consider a reverse mortgage? Um, he, in his case, he doesn't have a lot of like a major legacy goal here. He's got, he's got a life he's trying to finish up for himself. And so I'm thinking, okay, well now this guy, if he could work out a deal, where he could do a reverse mortgage, it's in an Atlanta market. Okay, so the home's probably worth six to seven fifty. I don't know exactly because I didn't do that, but it's in the it's in downtown Atlanta. Okay, so yeah. you know, and and according to him, he was like, man, I got you know multi million dollar homes to my left and to my right, and I, you know, so he could probably get you know three quarter of a million off the property. Stay there, okay. And then, yeah, is he going to have to pay maybe rent or something? Yeah, probably so. Okay, but he can now use this cash to to live a life that otherwise he wasn't going to be able to live. Mm-hmm. And 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 eventually, if he doesn't do something like that, the walls around his house ain't doing so good. Right. Right. So I I would say that it's a it, like anything else, a reverse mortgage is a viable option. You know, I would say that even renting in general, no, oh, Dave Ramsey better not listen to this show. <laughs> Gosh, if Dave Ramsey listens, he's going to hate it. Um, but he says things that aren't true. So that's okay from time to time. Um, if you, renting, what about, what about someone who is in their 70s and decides to, hey, is it a good idea if I just sold my home and get out of the whole home ownership game and decide to rent. I, I obviously it's not my preference. Right. Okay. I would rather home, you know, promote home ownership. But I think there's a season of life where, you know, renting isn't necessarily a, a terrible concept. You don't have to worry about maintenance. Maintenance. You don't have to worry about any of the repairs or major costs, roof, gutters, AC unit, water damage. Mo had that happen last week. Um <laughs> Right. So, you know, of course, rent rentals are really high right now, but I'm just saying
0: this. Yeah. And it gives you, you know, especially if you sell your home, right. It gives you some some more liquidity. Right. It gives you if it gives you liquidity for other things that you may may want to do in retirement. That's right. right. So. Yeah, it's you know what we're what we what we're talking about today is just options, Mm -hmm. right? And this is why working with a fiduciary is so vital when you're when you're searching for a financial advisor to to work with, a financial professional to work with, because the advisor is a true advisor, a true fiduciary is looking at a holistic view of your plan, looking at all the options that are available to you, and presenting the right ones that they feel are in your best interest, Mm -hmm. and some of them may include. Things that you thought were, uh, you had maybe misconceptions on, like yeah. an annuity, like a reverse mortgage, right? Like uh, renting. Yeah, right, right. You know? But if it's, if it's in the best interest of a client, a fiduciary brings it up and recommends them. I'll tell you another, another area
1: where you want to be, you know, slow down the speed up type of mentality to make the right decision is Social Security, right? You don't want to run out of money while you're still living make sure you don't screw up social security. Yeah. Right. That's a big decision. Don't do something because your neighbor did it or your mother did it or your sister did it. Make sure that you and your spouse or just yourself is making the right decision. Uh, you know, I, we, we obviously do a lot of teaching on social security. Uh, we offer for people that aren't desiring to, to, uh, to use us as a financial planning firm on our advisory services side. We offer a, uh, a consultation and a paid service for having a meeting about someone's social security, giving, given, the educating and giving them our advice on how that benefit works within their bigger plan. If Some you're looking for, you can always reach out. We don't talk about it often, but 1-800-419-6164. It's a, uh, it is a paid uh, meeting for us to basically break down and educate you on our thoughts regarding your benefit within your plan, timing, uh, break points, etc. And, you know Social security is such a big decision we 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 have a chart that will break down like like three filing times for the same story, and it could be a three four four hundred thousand dollar plus mistake if you make the wrong decision right
0: okay yeah and and, and you know you go on any of these online calculators and you know, or try to type in or type in maximizing social security what's the what's the number one option they say Wait till you're seventy. That's how that's it. That's that's it. That's how you maximize social security. But is that the best Is that the best strategy for you? And is that the only way to maximize the benefit? Yeah. It'd be amazing. You know, there's, there's some people, you know, every, I think every workshop, there's at least one person in our, in our audience that qualifies and still qualifies for restricted benefit. Always. There's always one, always one. And never realize that they have the ability to restrict their social security benefits You know what's crazy? The lady, I don't even know if I
1: told you this, but in in the last workshop that we did, lady stayed after, this was in Alpharetta, Georgia. And I'm sorry, Milton, Georgia. And um, I'm speaking with her. And her exact words, I'm not kidding. She was told that she could file restrict because of her loss, her spouse passed away years ago. She applied twice with Social Security, they denied her benefits. Mm. Years go by, okay, and her um, her sister or a sibling's family member who is an advisor, not in the state of Georgia, told her, that's wrong. You can get it. You can file restricts. Something is wrong. She files again, and it gets approved. Wow. So Social Security, I kid you not, dropped the ball twice Years go by, she missed out on all that income, she gets it corrected, they do it, and all they can do is pay her back, back date at six months. Mm. It, it, Social security is a big piece to your puzzle. You want to make sure that you make the right decision so that it fits right within your plan. That was a good play on terms, by the way. Uh, <laughs> so what
0: about the good old manage your budget, manage your expenses? Manage your expenses, Yeah. It, it, you know, no one wants to live on a budget. Can we right.
1: talk about that when we're about to head to Vegas? Oh. Manage expenses. Manage budget.
0: Don't manage they, emotions. They say
1: the drinks are free, right? As long as you're gambling. That You know, I think they've changed that because I have yet to have been to Vegas where they just gave me a free drink.
0: Yeah, it's it's free. No, it ain't. Yeah, it is. You got a tip, but it's free.
1: Listen, <laughs> n- you got to come back next week because if my drink ain't free, Mo just promised me a drink.
0: Yes, I, I, I promise you.
1: Okay. And if it is free, I'll get you a drink over there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Deal, deal, (laughs) deal. But no, you you, got to be realistic, right? You've got to be realistic about some of the challenges that might be facing you in retirement. Right. And so one of the things I I like to tell clients is, you know, as you're entering into retirement and let's say you do have a a income plan um, that you've thought of or you thought that's going to be what your expenses are going to be at retirement, try living that life for a season prior to retirement to see if it's actually a reality, right? So if you say to yourself, you know, right now um, I'm spending uh, as a family a hundred grand a year, but in retirement we could, we could live off 60. Well, then try it, try it for a season of life. But, but if you, if you, haven't been able to to be in that position to, to do that, then at least be realistic about certain challenges that might face you, like inflation, right? Have you built a plan that will factor in the cost of goods over time? Mm-hmm. You know, have you built a plan that, you know that talks about how you can maybe get some guaranteed income to outside of Social Security. Have you built a plan on you know what stock what the stock market can do and how you plan on investing during different market cycles? You know, it, again, it all talk it all comes down to right, the reality is people are living longer, mm-hmm. and the longer you live, the more money you'll need. And so when you start building this income plan for yourself. Be realistic, be realistic about your expenses. And, you know, we've talked about it now and shows in the past gets getting skinny. You know, there may be a season of life and retirement where you have to get skinny. And can your budget be trimmed fast enough to get skinny for a season?
1: Listen, if you don't have a plan, take the time to reach out. 800-419-6164. Don't feel like you're out there fighting this thing on your own. All right. Let us help you walk that story out. Um, at least for a season even if it's just a pulse check just a complimentary gift from us to you just to get a second opinion we're here to do that to help you 1-800-419-6164 going to come back to our last segment and break down some of the questions that you guys have sent in over the past few weeks back to your retirement untangled andrew knight of moise prom here at asset management group what a show we have covered everything from vegas drinks to (laughs) to markets inflation and uh and of course how to make sure you don't run out of money before you run out of life no in all honesty it has been a great show uh, it's been a privilege to work with you guys this week, and uh, man, we love it. It's it's what a fantastic place to be, place to work and career and, and just industry to be involved in, making sure that you guys and, of course, our clients, mo- most importantly, are are on the right track to a successful financial future. So many of them are living it right now, right? Yeah. You know, I don't mind talking about going to Vegas because in our industry, we work with all of you guys that are like already or right at retirement. And so every day I say, Hey, uh, when can we meet next? When's your next availability? They say, ah, my retirement schedule, you know,
0: whenever it needs to be.
1: (laughs) I'm like, Oh, I forget that. Thanks for rubbing (laughs) that in. Let me work it around my busy schedule with Uh people that living, living free. I love it. Good for you guys. All right. So we're going to break down some questions here at the last segment. And of course, Hey, a little preface. If, uh, if you have questions, Always, always, always feel free to submit them, okay? Uh, you can submit them via email, Team AMG at assetmg Team AMG at assetmg-inc.com. You can submit them there. Of course, you can always pick up the phone and call 1-800-419-6164. Send us a text, send, call, whatever. We'll get your questions entered into the show and make sure we get them answered for you. All right, Mo, what do we got?
0: All right, we have Robert from uh, Vestivia. Vestivia Hills, great place. I do love that place. I love it. They treat us well there. Okay, here we go. I'm asking a question on my parents' behalf. My father's approaching his full retirement age. I recently learned that his entire portfolio of two and a half million is tied up in a single stock, which happens to belong to the same company, that he's worked with since the late 1990s. In the bull market, his retirement flew above three million. He thought he was set and he didn't protect or move any of it. However, it's taken a significant hit in the bear market, which has come at a really inconvenient time. Any suggestions on how to handle this situation? Okay,
1: so if your father is approaching FRA, Robert, I'm assuming, I'm going to take into assumptions, we may have to do a little bit more digging here. But I'm assuming what you're talking about is, is his FRA probably also equals his retirement, right. is what you're thinking. So, so as he's approaching full retirement age, you, he's also expecting to retire. And you're concerned, because the 2.5 million went to three and lost and it's all a result of exposure to one company stock. So um, I would say, take a deep breath, don't panic first. Don't don't panic, okay? You know we work with a lot of people that that this is very typical. You know they devote their life to you know a company like Lockheed, company like Delta, company like Coca Cola, uh, Home Depot, uh, quality quality organizations, and as a result, they just so happen to own a lot of that company stock, and I don't blame them. Why would you? Why wouldn't you? You know you you know the company you've been there, and as a result, you've built hey. Robert, your father has 2.5 million, right? And if it's all there, I'm willing to bet that most of that's probably not his contribution. Yeah. Most of that's probably just the growth of the company stock over the time that he's devoted his life there. So is it fluctuating? Yes. Do you have to, you know, freak out? The answer is no. Okay. Now, is it wise for him as he's at retirement, getting close to retirement, to have that much exposure to one stock? All of his investments in one stop. No, of course not. That doesn't make sense either. So, so I just wouldn't hit the panic button. I would say it's a good time, a really good time for him to begin to break down his plan. I'm willing to bet he he he's just kept his head down and worked really hard his entire life. He probably does not have a retirement plan. It doesn't really even look like he has an investment strategy. Okay. Yeah. Um, and and once again, I don't blame him. He's probably done a really good job. But it is time for him to really understand the intricacies of retirement. And if he doesn't want to understand it, he definitely needs to have someone that does. Yeah, That knows exactly how to free him up, reduce exposure to the stock, uh, maybe not all of it, but some of it, or ease into some type of um, you know, removing it over some season of life, right? To slowly remove that exposure to that one company so that he can build out a really truly healthy uh, investment strategy that's going to support his retirement. I think it's important.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's so much risk in just having one stock in your entire portfolio. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's subject to so much risk. And so, yeah, I mean, even if he had qualities that he liked about the stock, right, maybe it was a dividend paying stock. Maybe he just loved the fact that they paid dividends every quarter. Well, maybe, you know, as he enters retirement, maybe a a, a well-rounded diversified dividend strategy, mm-hmm or quality companies that historically pay dividends. So it kind of really emulates in some aspects the type of company that he was investing in. Maybe that's a, a good place to go to. So yeah, there's always that disconnect I think that some people have, especially when they don't have an income plan, is that is that pressure point or that relationship between the assets that they have and how much income they need from those assets. Mm-hmm. Right. That that's a good point, a good observation you mentioned, Andrew, because he Probably doesn't have an income plan. Right. He doesn't know how much income he needs. Right? Is there concern that the three the in, the, the two point five million won't generate the amount of income that he needs, or is it just the fact that three million went to two and a half? Mm-hmm. Which is the biggest concern?
1: I'm willing to bet. I'm calling it. When we talk to Robert's dad, my assumption is is Robert's dad doesn't even need the money. Robert's dad's been living in the same house for the last 25 years. He's debt free. Mm -hmm. He drives a 1997 Ford pickup truck (laughs) and uh, he's chilling, man, living life. He's like, Social Security's going to pay me three grand a month and a pitch a two. Shoot, I'm out. You think Robert's concerned about his inheritance? (laughs) No, don't say that. Robert's never going to tell him to call. (laughs) Now, listen, hey, great story, great question. Robert, thanks for listening. Yeah, absolutely, my man. And of course, your dad definitely needs. there's some work that needs to be done. Get him on the phone. Give us a call. Love to meet him. And, uh, man, what a great story. He's doing a good job, and, yeah. and it looks like he's gotten to a good place. Called retirement. We got time for one more, Mo. Yeah.
0: All right, uh, what do we got? We got Adam from uh, Birmingham. I plan to retire this year. I'm 65 right now. Aside from inflation, should I be concerned about retiring during a recession? What specifically can I do best to best position myself as a head into retirement? Are we in a recession? 517,000 new jobs.
1: <laughs> uh, unemployment at 3.4? 3.4. 3.4%.
0: 53
1: years. 65% participation. Yeah. 159 million people working in the U.S.
0: Mm-hmm. Are we in a recession? I don't think so.
1: Uh, I don't know what we're in. Uh, your question's valid, though. Yeah. And your question is of, is of reasonable concern because, you know, things that you got to be worried about is regardless of what the news says, regardless of, of the talk and the and the, even the political propaganda about where we're at and where we're not and where we're headed and where we're not, the truth is is a lot of these markets are influenced by much higher things that are not necessarily fundamental in nature. And they all affect us day in and day out. They affect you. They affect the way that you can retire, how much money you can take from your retirement and the lifestyle you can live. And so You know, you're asking a very good question. Should I be concerned about this? And can I retire? Here's what I would say. If you can't retire in a recession, then you probably shouldn't be able to retire at all. And the reason I say that is because a recession is always relevant. It's always a possibility. And so what happened if you retired and then faced a recession a year later? Would that have wrecked your retirement? So if you can't retire now, then you weren't ready to retire anyway would be my assumption. So the, what I would like to do for you is to basically test your retirement on a recession basis. If you, if you want us to do that, reach out and call and we got to wrap up the show, run out of time here. Guys, listen, it is always a privilege to, to speak to you, but it goes beyond speaking. It's time to implement it's time to execute. It's time to ensure that you are on the right track. And the way to do it is to pick up the phone and call 1-800-419-6164. If you're thinking to yourself, you know what, I love the guys, but I have a good investment team. Maybe I self-manage. I don't want to release the investments, or maybe you do. Regardless, you need to know. We have a suite of options and services here at Asset Management Group that can serve and help you. 1-800-419-6164. Have a wonderful week. See you next week. Be safe, smart, wise, healthy, and focused. Season.